So um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and uh, Pierre Novelli. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Follow us on X and Instagram at Frank on the radio. Email via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. We were just talking about, um, what's it called? The Traitors? Yes. Oh, or is yes. it called Traitors? It's called tra- The Traitors. I don't know, you see. The great danger of being the older DJ mm. is putting these on the front <laughs> of bands that don't have um, That's true. The, mm. I think that's what, one of the big sins you can commit. And social media websites. People saying the Facebook and so Oh, yeah, I've never gone that bad. No. Um, but, um, you know Frank's on the TikTok. Is he? Is Am yeah. I? Yeah. Am you? I? <laughs> You've got loads of followers. Well, speaking of TikToks, I had a lovely um, card from Andy Wood, you know, of Bronte Country, who writes to us a lot. And he sent me, can you believe this? He sent me a Doctor Who pocket watch for my birthday, which is tomorrow. Oh, oh my word. That Look at so... that. Wow. It's got wow. and, um etchings on it. Oh, Gosh. wow. I can't think of a nicer gift for you. It's a beautiful thing. A um, worse gift for me. And uh, he's also sent me, not satisfied with that, he sent me a wooden spoon with a Dalek on it and uh, an 11th Doctor Sonic screwdriver theme spork. It says spork, but I always like to call them a runcible spoon. And that is, you know, a spoon with a forky bit at the end. Sorry, just to recap, so you've got a wooden spoon with a Dalek on it? Yeah. Okay. I'm happy with that. (laughs) That'll be used, because they do, uh, they do, they are stirrers, (laughs) the Daleks. I so, mean, um, I it, they're less stirrers. That suggests they're sort of Machiavellian, aren't they? Just straightforward, aggressive. <laughs> they are. They're unpleasant. I was watching Dalek last night, actually, the uh, Christopher Eccleston uh, episode. My son said to me the other day, my 11 year old, Boz, something. When I think of a list of things that people have said to me, many yeah. of them have seen. But and when I think, <laughs> when I think of when I think of a list and then and ones that have given me tremendous excitement, Buzz said to me, "You know, I think I'd like to watch more Doctor Who." So that was good news. Did he know the scale of what was inside that box he was opening? Um, <laughs> what were you, what no, he was inviting it to? Probably slide. not. But we got through nearly three episodes last night. Which uh, era was it? It was Eccleston. Oh, we oh. went deep. In, we went. Uh, Is, that's one of the modern yeah, ones. That's one that would lure me in. Well, it's yeah. 2005, which um, I know was yesterday, but um, is actually the 20. It's a long time ago. The yeah. ones that I struggle. With. I don't like the math. <laughs> the ones I struggle with a bit, Frank, are when it gets very black and white and grainy. Oh no! You and see, you yeah. stop talking like that. It's all about it's all about the, it's all about the stories. <laughs> I don't mind people talking so, like doctor. that. <laughs> hey, listen, here's the thing. What do you make of this? I had I had a text from uh, um, Johnny Dodkin, who is uh, is my uh, tour manager and PS tour manager mm-hmm. this week. Yes, um, lovely Johnny. And Johnny Dodkin. Uh, 
sent me a... I, I made some elaborate joke. <laughs> and he sent back, um, ha, ha, ha. You know, most people do that. Which sounds... When I first got one of those, I thought, all right. Oh, really? And then I realised it is them saying I'm laughing. Yeah. Um, but then he, I sent him a text I meant to send um, to um, my partner, which said... Uh, oh, dear. Do you, uh, do you mind putting the liver in? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I might have to come back to this. Like I don't think I've got <laughs> it. wasn't the euphemism, it was an actor. I, I was, it was just pre lunch. <laughs> So anyway, I accidentally sent that text to my tour manager. Uh, can you put the liver in? Yeah. <laughs> and um, he said to me uh, something like, he came back and said, well, I've had stranger requests. <laughs> and I said, sorry, not. You know when you said not for you? Mm. And uh, I said... It, sorry, I got confused. His previous text, as I said, had been ha, ha, ha. Mm. I said, um, sorry, I got confused. But as you can imagine, I get quite a lot of ha, ha, ha texts. <laughs> you didn't say that. <laughs> I did. What? Why? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I get, when I went cat dogs, I just get ha. That's, uh. That, for cat, by cat standards, that's my partner, Kath, is... Uh, it's a standing ovation. <laughs> is uh, it, yeah, is that how you pronounce it in your mind? Huh? Or is it a ha? Yeah, I think it's probably there's some uh, exasperation. <laughs> in I that. think we've still yet to master the art of showing appreciation at a joke mm. via sort of digital communication. It always sounds incredibly insincere to me. Well, there's the ha-ha sort of logo thing. Hate it. Comes, oh, OK. The reaction, yeah. Do you, I know, you see, Frank, I've got to be honest, you do sound very funny texts. And Wait. I never know what to put. Mm. Well, a woman stopped me in the street. Uh, I think I was just getting into the tour car, if I remember rightly. A woman yes. stopped me in the street and said, are you the world's funniest comedian? <laughs> and the reason she'd said that is because I was on the front of the Times and it had a picture of me and said underneath, nobody's funnier than me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was making a point about the level of self-confidence you need to get up on stage and just think this is going to be fine. Yeah. But um, I think you should frame they've, that. They've made you look like I mean, that. basically, I was really just <laughs> giving up my internal thoughts, which they've, is never a good idea. They've made you look like a certain type of columnist. Well, it was a nice, um, it was a nice article in the Times. To be fair, and there was one of my favourite um, ever reviews, which I don't know if I'd ever put on a poster, but I was very happy with it. I wrote this down. He said, uh, "Frank Skinner, someone who just cannot resist rattling his marot." Oh. oh, I know. And I had to look it up, I'll be honest. But a marot is that thing that a jester has with, the, with a, you know, a head on the end of it. You know what I mean? They rattle it. Yeah, it's like a mini version of their own heads. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I love that, because I do think there's something quite medieval about you. I see yeah, it's my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I want to come to this article before we go too far down that road. 
He, he says... I'm going to read this out, actually. Cause Sorry, this is the article about you this week in The Times. In The Times, yeah. yeah but uh, I'm not, I don't want it, you know, I don't want this to be all me, me, me. Don't think that for a second. Oh, we wouldn't. No. no. But, the the um, very idea. <laughs> but yeah, this is Frank what... Skinner radio show. But Pierre gets a message, right? A mention. A mention, rather. Yeah. Um, oh. So this, this is what it says. Go on. He's talking about... He likes the radio show a lot. He oh. says it's peerless. Mm. Mm. But I'm right here. Yes. <laughs> um, oh. oh! Peerless, I see. Yeah, he's I quick. See. Anyway, it said, discussing automatic cars this month, he said he was no longer a manual gear stick person. That's what I said. Yes, you did say that. I can confirm. Right. I think I might um, I, I might do this in one solid lump after the break because it's an elaborate point. <laughs> and I'd, I don't want to uh, make it more difficult by having a sort of trapeze swing. I understand. In between. In between. Mm. In between. Mm. Mm. Well, it's not using that. <laughs> in between. Well, my son is 11, but he still has the odd, like, moody moments. Is he in an in betini? Mm. In Bettina, because he's in between being a child and a teenager. Oh. <laughs> if you'd have seen why was Pierre was looking at me then with dis- <laughs> not disdain, disgust. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So yeah, so let's get this done. So this was the quote. So it's uh, it says that. Um, on the, on the show, this is what it said in the Times, discussing automatic cars this month, he, that's me, said he was no longer a manual gear stick person. His co-host, Pierre Novelli, oh, in the Times... Lovely. ...who accompanies him on the tour... Oh, all the plugs. <laughs> ..said this sounded like someone who was half Spanish and half Icelandic. Mm. Do you get it? Emmanuel Gerstick person. Manuel. Yeah, Manuel. Yeah. Gerstick person. Um, Skinner is not only witty, but the cause of wit in others. So in my own article, Pierre gets a joke (laughs) and high praise for it. It wasn't quite how I remembered it. No, I agree with that. We talked about this in the little, in the little. I'm still yeah. loving that you just read out something which says Skinner is not only witty, <laughs> cause of wit in others. Yeah, like a sort of salvation. What are you there. suggesting that he's? Uh, it's be, he's been misquoted a bit. Well, mm. I said I'm no longer a manual gearstick person, and Pierre said that sounded like someone who's half Spanish and half Icelandic. Mm. Well, let's have a listen. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I'm a manual gearbox person myself. Okay, yeah. But automatic. Is that a Spanish name? <laughs> Emmanuel oh. gearbox person. Ma- manual gearbox. Scan- Scandinavian, half Spanish, half Scandinavian. <laughs> manual, uh, manual gear person. <laughs> gearbox person. Manual, manual hellbox. It's son um, of gearbox <laughs> pair. <laughs> yeah. Just clearing that up, Sam. <laughs> the paper of record. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Paper with the facts. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> I'm on the cover. <laughs> Moving on. I'm on the cover of um, Saga magazine this month. Sorry, I like that it's world's funniest man. What did it say? There is no There's one funnier no one than me. There's no one funnier than me. Did you have your arms There's no folded? one funnier than me, and I've got the audio evidence. Yeah. 
Did you have your arms folded in that picture as well, columnist style? Um, no, I look genial. Uh-huh. <laughs> I uh, that's just... my new look, genial. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was um, that. I uh, we've had a, we've had a la- laugh this week though. Me and Pierre and Johnny Dodkin. We've been on the road. Mm. Oh and it's yeah, been, how's uh, it been going, lads on tour? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been very fine, I would say. Have you yes. done any cathedrals yet? Uh, we've done um, yeah, we did Salisbury Cathedral. We did. Oh, but I think there's a church in How Salisbury. How is that? Quite notorious that one, yes. isn't it? Is it? Well, well yes. the Russians. The Russians. Do you remember? They said they had come to Salisbury to get because they see loved the cathedral. the cathedral. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay. Um, but there's a, there's a nicer church than the cathedral, called St Thomas's. Mm. Okay. Where they have a fabulous doom, medieval doom painting, and I walked out of there. I, I, we went in. It was great, brilliant church. I'd recommend it and free on on the cathedral. And um, I walked out, and there was a real thump against my ankle. I thought someone had thrown a cricket ball at me or something. And I looked down, and a rat had run into my foot. Yeah. A rat was sort of slightly dazed in a sort of a, oh, oh sorry, everyone, I can't stop, kind of a way. I've, I've got a lot on. Yeah, I'm yeah. late. I'm late for a very important look. A rat yeah. sort of slightly, oh, oh, God, sorry, sorry, everyone. And then off it went again. But it really walloped. I mean, who gets run into by a rat? The, they avoid. They avoid people. That's what they do. They don't run into. Them. Well, think? not Roland, right? He gravitates towards the showbiz. Yeah. <laughs> but um, of all the things I expected to happen in Salisbury, to be run into by a rat was not on my list. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, Ruth Jordan has been in touch. RJ. I can't believe Emily said there was something medieval about Frank, and then he went and proved it by being run into by a rat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was outside a church <laughs> with a medieval doom painting. You should have seen the, the doom painting. Is like um, it's got heaven and hell on it, and you yeah. go to your various places. And hell um, has got like basically a big fish eating people. That's how they've done it. Hell. Yeah. And heaven is a spa resort. There's people having lovely, like, showers in there and Hello, stuff. Hello, would you like to come through now, please? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> people in robes. That's what there but is. That, whereas, as we know, Frank, uh, wearing a robe is sort of your idea of hell, really. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, I'm not into the robes. Mm. So we were... Um, yeah, we've been on the road this week, me and Pierre, and... Uh, we um, we were in a service station. We stopped for a coffee. <laughs> yeah. And um, a woman came over. What, what, what was that? Was it Costa we were in? Yeah. Well, well, we, we were in sort of Costa's you know, zone of influence. Yes. They, they have those areas <laughs> yeah. of chairs and service stations. Where, where you don't just... know. Yeah, you might have accidentally gone into Harry Ramsden. Yes, exactly. It's like post-war Berlin. This is the zone for Costa. <laughs> this is yeah. The zone yeah, but it's not clearly done. I don't know if you get into trouble for sitting... Mm. Um, Mm. I went with yeah. Omar into a services once and he said, well, eat in the services. And then I realised he'd, he'd got, you know, the own food. <laughs> you know, the own food uh, thing. Yeah. He just had got all these Tupperware boxes out and had this fabulous um, 
calories and things. Yeah, mm. and then Harry Ramsden himself sat down and said, where'd you buy that? Started what would he tapping say? his palm with uh, his fist. Where did you buy that? Is he, is he, is he Yorkshire Ramsden? I don't know. If it was Harry Ramsden a real person or was it just a franchise? Oh, no, there's a pictures of him. So really? I know that doesn't mean anything, but there are pictures of Harry Ramsden. He's doing well for himself. If the Colonel was a real person, Harry Ramsden better have been a real person. The Colonel definitely was a real yes. person. I've been to his grave. Yeah. I've seen the miniseries. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I'll never tell you what's in that recipe. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so anyway, she she says, "What what are you doing here?" This woman said to me, and I said, "I'm I'm on tour at the moment." She said, "Oh, are you doing small places?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that was after. To be fair, you said that we were on our way to Bridport. I know, and but her surprise. Oh, was Bridport was enormous. another one. What about this? We got into the the electric palace in Bridport, and the lady greeted us. Um, <laughs> and said, oh, welcome to the Electric Palace. I hope you like ghosts. <laughs> I just wanted to walk straight back out again. I said, don't tell me anything. Uh, what was your no stories. What nothing. was your uh, childhood wish, Frank? My childhood wish was always, I, I hope to never see here or have anything to do with a ghost. That was my regular <laughs> wish. And now, these years later, in Bridport, <laughs> of all places. Rats and ghosts? Like and I said, don't tell, me about, don't tell me about ghosts. She said, there's none on this floor. <laughs> oh, just don't tell me anything. <laughs> also, when did they stay to... When have they been restricted to floors, ghosts? <laughs> the ghost of a darling. Yes, I like the idea. They say, sorry, excuse me, you're strictly second floor ghost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chain mail only and, down and do here. you stop them when they can go through them? Brickwork. <laughs> oh dear, it did that. Made me when when Pierre was on stage, it made me tense in the dressing room on my own. Yeah. Oh no. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So yes, we went to uh, we did one of our gigs was Salisbury. Yes. So we went to the cathedral, of course. They've got, you know, when you have an infinity pool, you see, you know, an hot, hotel's very proud of their infinity mm. pool. You know, the pool that no edge yes. on it. Mm. Um, what, they have that in Bridport? No, they oh. didn't. But in um, what they had in um, Salisbury Cathedral was a sort of infinity font. Yeah. So they had a big modern font that had no end on it, like that. It was sort of constantly spilling. Yeah. And the surface of it was so perfectly flat that our guide explained that tourists regularly mistake it for a sort of polished stone or table. Put a, put a bag on it or Just drop, drop their phone into it because yeah. they, they think it's a table, which I wish so, had happened while we were there. Oh, I do. So it's a sort of a... a you can baptise with it, but it's also a prank table. I think that's a combination that isn't, <laughs> isn't worked enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm going to give you a guess, an, an Emily Dean guessing moment. Mm. There is um, someone buried in Salisbury Cathedral, and this, I think you'll get this, I'm fairly confident. Um, this is a strap line. You know you get a strap line <laughs> on your... Um, on, on your, your gravestone. Yeah. Yeah. Bill oh. Matter, as they used to call it in the musical. I like we've called Epitaph Strapline. <laughs> so this was his... Uh, Go on. This was his, his Bill Matter. You know Bill Matter that says things like, um, I was looking at Don Black's um, 
Let me see if I can find Is that find the lyricist this. from uh, A Born the, Free? The lyricist, yeah. But he was a comedian um, originally, mm. Don Black. And uh, uh, a friend of mine, Harry, sent a, a picture, uh, a poster of his when he was at the Aston Hippodrome. Mm. And it says, um, it's got some of the things that says things like... Uh, the fabulous Mandrake and his Bill Matter. The Bill Matter's the thing underneath. His mm. Bill Matter is the man who manufactures nudes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does that mean? Frank, your Bill Matter would be there's no one funnier than him? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> there's, it's quite a, a bill, this. Bec- anyway, uh, there's Ford and Sheen, and it says. Um, Underneath it says strips and screams. Don't yeah. like that. But okay. Don Black's um, Bill Matter was direct from the club Panama. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this Bill Matter on the gravestone yeah. is, and I, I'm confident you'll get this, uh, M. Okay. It was um, politician, musician, sailor. Oh. Okay. You know what I think we should do? God. I think we should let our readers think about this. Oh, but you well. know what they'll do? They'll Google. No oh, Googling. They? they can't watch them. Politicians? Uh, not our solid core readers. <laughs> one, but no. The further you get from the tree trunk. The further away from our Praetorian guard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll be, they'll be Googling. Okay, I'm going to... I want to think about this. I want to come out with the right answer. I don't have one instantly in my okay, head. Um, okay, um, I, thought, I thought you'd just go, ha! Oh, really? No, yeah. it's not an aha okay. for me. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, well, I think as they say up north, think on. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Um, now, I asked um, before the break um, about there is a, uh, a grave in Salisbury Cathedral and the uh, bill matter on it is politician, musician, sailor. Mm. It's not um, Captain Crunch. Yes. No. no. All ashore, let's go in ashore, get Captain Crunch from the grocery store. <laughs> he but, was, of course, buried in a big bowl of milk. He is, yeah. I... But I think he's settled a bit. <laughs> so the coffin looks like it's only like a third fall. <laughs> I guess this successfully off her. You'll have to just you believe did, no, me. No, you did. You to did. be fair, now, almost immediately, the second Yes, week. I know. It took me a, a few minutes. At first, I, I don't know why I was going down a, a more modern route. And mm. then I thought, of course. Our readers, though, they were straight to it. It's, it's peak then. Mm. We've had everyone from 415, all the greats, Frank, to 794 getting in touch. Saying, yeah. it is, of course... Ted, Ted, Heath. Ted Heath, yeah. And as Chris 794 Prime out, Minister. without even looking at Google, I knew that it was Ted Heath. Well done, guys. Well, when yeah. I first started work, um, we went through a period of only working um, for two days a week because there was power cuts and the country and the areas had to divide when they had electricity. That's mad. I know. And... Um, I remember the Labour, the local Labour bloke in a by-election used the slogan, vote for Ted, have three days in bed. And I thought, oh, am I vote? <laughs> Maybe I will vote. <laughs> I don't think it was a good slogan. It's that the opposition will give you three, three days. days in bed. <laughs> Lovely. 
I mean, that's extraordinary. It's, it's, no, it's very uh, not a bug but a feature. Mm. I went to Everton West Brom at Goodison Park and it was on a Sunday. I think it was one of the first football matches ever played on a Sunday in England because that was when they had their electricity, not on the Saturday. <laughs> and, that, and then it turned out there was a, a law that you couldn't charge people to see a football match on a Sunday. Mm. And so what they did, they had a little photocopied team sheet that you had to buy for the uh. ticket price to get in. But of course, looking back, any one of us could have said, no, I, I don't want a team sheet, thanks. I'm just going in <laughs> for free. But no, I don't think anybody... Had that guts. Well, just thought about it. Yeah. What I like is a lot of people have, when they've sent in the Ted Heath answer... Mm. They've uh, put the Ted in parenthesis. They've said, it is Edward, brackets, Ted. Yes. No, well, is he enough. very brackets Ted? I suppose he was very Edward, but everybody called him Ted Heath. And also it was like, it also um, spoonerises to head teeth, which is a very oh. good summary of what his caricature would mainly be. Why did he be. go Teddy like the Americans? Teddy's a much Teddy better name. Heath. No, I think it was that was around the time of... Uh, Teddy Kennedy was who was a bit um what, um <laughs> yeah, you know, goldfish in the rearview mirror. Yes. <laughs> where, where did a oh, musician man. come from for Teddy? Musician. It used to play at uh, the organ, I think the church organ. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, that's the musician bit. Oh, right. I think he was really good actually. <laughs> what? I just think there's something really funny about people that play the organ. Okay. <laughs> I think I it's don't amazing. know. You'd kind of gone on with Reginald Dixon and his mighty Wurlitzer at the Gay Tower Ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of it, by the way. I think we there? both and I would have gone very well. Yeah, Reginald. He used to one of those blokes who used to rise out the ground playing. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's already played. Phantom. He wasn't. He wasn't. He didn't come on and say hello. He was discovered. Played. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> like he'd have played even if he hadn't come up from under the salary. They just played down there. Yeah. Frank, quick question. Are you both are you both on in Bury St Edmunds at some point? I believe you are. Because Ian Howe uh, says I make... think that's just me. It's a bit of you brought oh, up a bit of an awkward. awkward thing. Oh God. I can't that's go like, to Bury St Edmunds. That's it's like, sacred ground. I that's set on like fire. When Kath says to me when I reminisce about some gig. Yes, I think that was a different girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We referenced Bury St Edmunds, Frank. Yes, yes. Because I'm you doing have got some a gig. gigs sans support. Mm. Okay. But only uh, the next, only next week, and then it's me and Pierre all the way till mid June. Mm-hmm. Dream team. So Ian Howard's got in touch. Oh yeah. To say, uh, as you are going to be in Bury St Edmunds, do make sure you check out the Doctor Who exhibition at Moyes Hall Museum when you're in Bury St Edmunds. I've been to Moyes Hall. I was there um, not so long ago, and they had a sort of urban street art exhibition which I wasn't expecting and then they had um, they had some um, terrible um, torturing implements exhibition uh, Okay. and all that With stuff you know those trans- cages that they used to put dead bodies in a gibbet or gibbet yeah, gibbet. yeah they had a gibbet 
Mm. I've never been. It, it's quite funny when they sort of they try to be sort of horrible histories, whimsical about them, these horrible objects. Yeah, it go, was. It like, was. It always smells of damp a bit. Like and I Lon- don't like it. It's like London dungeons, where they sort of go, "Oh, and we'd have pulled off your fingers," and you go, "Oh." But they were. It was very. It's good. <laughs> that's it bad. Seemed to, I'd never heard of that place, but it was a good place. Anyway, Ian continues. I mean, they did their horrible exhibition very well. Yeah. Ian continues. It's only five minutes from the theatre. I know it. I've been there. Okay, okay. (laughs) Just bear with. It's only five minutes from the theatre. Have a great evening. And then Ian signs off, do well, as they say in Suffolk. Do well. What do you make of do well? Do Do you like it? I quite like it, yeah. Let's let's try it out. See, imagine if I say, okay, see you soon, Frank. Oh, yeah, good to see you. Do well. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> is it? Would you say do well in Suffolk for anything, or is it about the fact that you're there to do a gig or to go do something? I think it just means live life to the full. <laughs> do do what well, did it brackets, mean? I remember forever. Your yeah. uh, great friend Adrian Childs once we were all out somewhere. And I said, I said, oh, bye, Adrian. He went, all right, mind how you go. Yeah, mind how you go. Mind yeah. how you go. Yeah. Um, mind how you go. It would it would have been if you hadn't lived in posh old Hagley. <laughs> <laughs> mind how you go. Well, I always find that a bit threatening, like mind a, how you go. I've been Good watching... advice to Slimer from Ghostbusters. Mind how you go. Oh, oh very oh, fine. Oh, we've all up in the Times again. I've been... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Going for his Times as long as, don't, as long as they don't credit me with that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm instructing my solicitors. <laughs> Dear sir. Dear sir. So when I have me lunch at home, I sit and watch the TV... What do you alone. Watch? What do you have? Well, it depends. Often I watch, you know, the match of the day that I missed. Hang on, I like to picture cricket. your lunch. You come downstairs, mm. you look, Li- you've looked up. Liver in the oven. You make yourself... <laughs> yeah, no, liver I see it with a sandwich. in the oven, I know, I know. <laughs> so you make yourself uh, a light lunch, a light bite. I might have a, you know, a fish cake and cheese sandwich. Extraordinary. Par example. And then I, what I've been watching... Um, with tremendous enthusiasm, just like, is Elizabeth R. Oh, I love her. Or as they say in the black country, Elizabeth R. <laughs> and um, with Glenda Jackson as Elizabeth I. You know what? It's brilliant, absolutely. Mm. And I bet, I bet your parents knew almost everyone, in it. Everyone. And uh, don't get me started on backstage. And uh. she's probably my mightiest celebrity crush ever. Glenda Jackson. Yes, I love oh. that you loved her. Even like with the slightly shaved head of Elizabeth I, she looks well. She looks even better in many ways. Mm. So uh, yeah, I, if you've, uh, I think it's on the catch-ups. Mm. I would like to put forward for t- uh, TV suggestions from the seventies. I Claudius as well. I Claudius. What I like about I Claudius is it sounds a bit like uh, a shop, like H <laughs> Samuel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you sell Roman jewellery? I got this toga at I Claudius. <laughs> yeah. On sale. Well, Ian Claudius is the owner. I don't Claudius. <laughs> you like iCarly? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you believe there's two shows called iCarly and iClaudius, <laughs> both like being i.c, sort of iCommerce, and are so different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
What happened to Jedward now? I think they've been locked away for their own safety, haven't they? Oh, they always seem such nice lads, Jedward. When I think... You know when you say... I I remember saying to a a well-known comedian once, when I think of you, you're you're always in a toilet doing cocaine. And he took he took exception to yeah. it, but you know Strange. when you think of people, you picture them in a certain context. Do you do you get that? I think of yeah. you probably reading Pierre. Yeah, I'll tell you how I think of you. I think I may have told you this. Go on, uh, buckle up. No, I think this is quite nice. I think of you walking over one of the London bridges mm. with a scarf, looking a bit Beckettian, a bit Samuel Beckett slash George Orwell. Right. Um, just, yeah, that's how I think of you. Oh, just quite, braving the elements. I like, I and like maybe one of the London bridges. Mm, mm. That's good. Well, um, when I think of Jedward, they're leapfrogging. <laughs> yeah, they are, mean, they are impish. Yeah, they are. I think they'd re- they're the sort of people that if, if you had some terrible threesome with them, one would, um, <laughs> what, one would lie with his head at the top. <laughs> Sorry, what's and going on? And one would lie with his feet, so he looked ten feet, so it's fifteen feet tall. Do you know what I mean? Right, like, it would all be joke, a big disguise. It yeah. would all be pranks with I, them. I think Jed would set the set the sort of leprechaun stereotype battle back decades. Do you? Well, yeah. I quite like them. They remind so me. So I hear uh, some of the strange areas you're going. And they look to be like the disciples with tongues of flame on their heads. <laughs> What would you do if you'd seen them in the Doom painting? Oh, man, that would have been terrible. I hope they're still work. If anyone knows, what happened to Jedward? 12, 8... um, 8, 12, 15. 8, 12, 15. Speaking of impishness. If I haven't got it on a bit of paper. No, I know. You were going to say something. I was going to say a few things. 3, 9, 6, but then we went into uh, the Jedward, your Jedward era. Yeah. Um, 3, 9, 6. Hi, Frank. Surely I, Claudius, which... FYI, I was referencing uh, pre-break. Hi, Frank. Surely I, Claudius, is like a normal Claudius, but with rounded corners and sold by Apple. Mm. Mm. I'd love my Claudius. Claudius. Yeah, that would be good. What would that be, Frank? Like a Roman tablet? I'd love that. Um, Of course, I read the Roman Catholic tablet magazine. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't count. Well, Frank, speaking of impishness, we, as a show, have been a victim of impishness. What have oh, we yeah. done? We've been pranked. Have we? We were pranked last week and we didn't even know. What happened? I mm. hate being pranked. No, there's nothing worse. What happened? Well, cliffhanger. <laughs> I hope this isn't someone lied to us about something. Because <laughs> to me, that is like a virus in the machine. And uh, unforgivable. <laughs> so uh, let's, let's see what happens with this one. So, regarding the way we've been pranked... Yes. The subject line of this email was, Radio Deceit, mm. a very popular station. But yeah. <laughs> I listened to that. It's not I know radio. some men who listen to that a lot. That's Absolute the, hogwash. The radio spin-off of Traitors. <laughs> that <would be>. um, <laughs> Traitors and its celebration of the darker sides of human nature. <laughs> <laughs> You're not like um, that, Frank. No, people going, yeah, what I'm really good at is, like, really manipulating people. Oh, I'm glad you're on television being <laughs> celebrated for that. <laughs> I was That's imagined. good. That'll be good for society. That's responsible. <laughs> yes. 
Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Lewis... Uh, I know it's very popular, but... Uh, we know who else was very popular way back in the <laughs> 30s. <coughs> Lewis wow. in Haddenham. Yeah. Regarding radio deceit. Yeah. Says, Dear Frank, Emily and Pierre, long-time podcast listener, praise redacted. I just thought you'd like to know, I couldn't help but notice a potential radio faux pas in last week's episode. Oh, I don't know. That would be another good station. Radio, what, radio, radio faux, faux pas. pas. Well, yeah. I think we, we've already nailed it. We've tuned yeah. in. <laughs> Uh, whilst discussing football tactics, and that you were saying, Frank, that you've you've watched football your your whole life and you haven't picked up any uh, no, of them. No, I've learnt nothing. And someone tactics. someone kind of agreed with you and said, "Oh yes, I I mm. hear you." They said, "Oh yes, me neither. I don't know anything about football tactics either." While discussing football tactics, oh, I and can message, guess what's coming in. Did what they do you use think? Did they use the name of a football manager? They it's did. A jokey thing. You've nailed they it, did. Frank. And we we missed it. It's my fault. I must have missed it. They were purporting uh, to be Mickey Beale in Sunderland. And as Lewis points out, Michael Beale is the much-criticised Sunderland manager. I and the message last week followed their 1-0 okay. loss to Hull City on Friday Well, they night. cheated with the mickey. Come on. Mm, that is true. No, that but, is true. Um, no, we fell. We fell for that. No, but I it's like, like if they'd said Michael Arteta. I might have been suspicious of <laughs> yeah, the Arteta, yeah. but, now, but that's yeah. not the name. How's this for a, a fun sort of Poirot or, or, or detective phrase-style sentence that Lewis adds? It would appear on this occasion the show was caught out by a radio prankster. Possibly a Geordie, <laughs> one might suggest. Well, I, I, like I think it's probably a, a Mackham um, criticising his yes, own. Yes, I would think mm-hmm. so. He's all her own manager. But I like the idea of um, Sherlock Holmes saying, oh, yeah. possibly a Geordie. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'll get the, uh, what are they called? There's something like the Baker Street misunderstoods. Oh. The group, the, 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 the small the, boys. The Irregulars. The Irregulars, yes. Yeah. Sorry, I'm still... I'm still absorbing, but you know who very, who else was very popular. <laughs> but oh, anyway, yes. Uh, um, where are? What's happening? What What's the name of this show? Who am I? <laughs> well, there's there are some missing. Did we get? Has anyone tracked down Jedward? By the way, no, still missing. <laughs> oh dear! What if they are actually just, missing? We'll feel terrible. I had a few things I wanted to. Just some business I need to take care of. Would that be all right? Well, I don't think we're going to do it now because the producer's doing that thing of telling us times up, but in oh, such yeah. a nuanced, subtle way that no one's noticed it. On the plus side, fierce ponytail she's rocking today. I haven't uh, looked over my. Shoulder, yeah. I'll give it a go. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Absolute radio. OK. What else? Well, we've got company. Are we going to announce our company? We don't often get friends yes. in. Daisy Knight has arrived. Daisy Knight! <laughs> Daisy used to be... Um, well, she was the assistant producer for a while, making tea and stuff like that, and then she became the producer. Mm. And now she ascended even further than that. Now she's like... She runs everything. At my management company, she sort of runs radio and podcast everything. Mm. So it's a bit like um, the Royal Visit, <laughs> you know what and, I mean? Yeah, but you know what? She's got a great look on today. She's got. If it was a romantic comedy, she's got the date on the Sunday... Fair old jumper oh, jeans. Oh, the date on, on the Sunday. It's Sunder. a Sunday day. Maybe an ice oh, rink. Yeah. Um, we've, <laughs> we've had some previously yes. correspondence, as we like to call it, that I'd like to share with you, Frank. Oh, yeah. If you're OK with that? Yeah. Oh, 
good. I'm waiting. All right. <laughs> Slightly impatiently. No, unlike you. <laughs> yes. James, who says, refers to himself as a 33-year-old reader in Manchester, in brackets, for the corporate stats. Okay, good Now, already know. I'm in with James. Yes, yes. He's he, won us over early. He yeah. really has. Hello, Frank, Emily, Pierre, and whoever the producer is this week. Wow. Oh. It's the producer's <laughs> always Sarah when she turns up. I know. <laughs> Voice of controversy? Mm. OK, I'm sorry. Long-time reader, first-time scriber. Oh, medieval. Yeah. I, I saw you two perk up. Yeah. I'm writing to inform you all of the influence... It's a describer, then. When you describe something, it's the idea that you are taking it from the written into the visual. Of scribing. Because you describe it. Yeah. Ask one of your Caxton friends. Just yeah. wondered. Um, Jenny Foote is nodding that that is... Is that true, Jenny? It sounds right. Oh, no, it, it sounds right. That's, <laughs> save that for the jury. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds right. Is that, that never won fair maiden? <laughs> it is a medieval theme this morning. <laughs> fair with a Y. Come on, what's, uh, what's this, uh, Michael? Is it Michael? Yeah, James, I'm oh, trying, yeah. but you keep well, interrupting, asking medieval it's, it's questions. It's one of the standard English male names. I'm trying, but you stop talking no, about no. Fair Maiden. All right. I'm writing to inform you all of the influence the great Frank Skinner has had on my life. Gosh. Since he drew my attention to a certain corn-based spicy snack. Ah. Frank was so enthusiastic and the reaction of Emily so repulsed that I had to seek out a bag. We'll put that in a box for now. Yes. I am now a Takis <laughs> addict. <laughs> to such an extent, I've just taken receipt of an entire box simply Gosh. to feed the addiction Ooh. and reduce the cost to only a moderately extortionate level. We should say that Takis is the super hot snack that I eat on the show every day. And as it's my birthday tomorrow, mm. I've received gifts from the team. Okay. And uh, including a Takis dip, which is like a sherbet dab <laughs> with a Takis on a stick that you dip into the ultra hot powder, mm. which coats the average Takis. So what that will be like, I can't... That will be like being a fire eater. I think if, if, if you open that packet and sort of whirled it in the air of a busy restaurant, you'd clear it out. Yeah. It would be like setting oh, up a... Oh, that'd be a classy thing a tear, to do, wouldn't it? A tear it? gas. A tear gas do, bomb or something. Do you yeah. want to know what James, the 33-year-old reader, imagines? Do you want to know how he ends? He says, Who knew a bag of luminous volcanic ash, dust, volcanic ash dusted corn pipes would not only lead me to message in for the first time to any show, mm -hmm. but also through the successful marketing campaign of Mr Skinner, urge me to actually buy something for the first time, not of my own curiosity. No, well, that's good. I mean, can I emphasise again, I gain nothing. I, I'm you not on nothing. any deal with Takis. No. All he's done is embarrass himself. I don't need free Takis. You know what? I'm buying my own Takis. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Boasting. So, um, yes. An independent it's woman, I gain nothing from this other than... I buy my own Takis, guys. I just like to share happiness. And <laughs> that sensation of the, the lining coming off your stomach. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
I'd just like to read out the second in a series of emails I'm calling brands that haven't paid us a penny, yet okay. we continue to promote them. Well, that's all right. I think one can say what one likes in life. Well, exactly. Uh, this is from Trudy. Do you think people think I'm uh, getting money from Elizabeth R? Yes. I said how good that was. <laughs> getting some ducats. And I'm obviously <laughs> getting paid by uh, Ike Claudius um, yeah. himself. Yeah. Uh, and Nate Samuel sends me the odd uh, little clasp. <laughs> he sends me a diamante clasp on a regular basis. Is there a man called Ike Samuel? There's got to be. Harry? Sure. Why not? Could be Harry, Harry Samuel. I don't like your vagueness. I could embarrass myself socially. It's true. Mm. Uh, Trudy has got in touch. Dear Frank and team, I was so taken with the description of your Cubits experience that I've booked to go to the Leeds branch in February and I can't wait. Frank, you're bringing business into these You people. won't regret it, Trudy. I'm telling you. <laughs> Cubits. This is Frank's optician that he's become almost borderline unhealthily obsessed with. So op- optician slash cult, from what I can tell. They've got a magazine, <laughs> they a podcast. Yeah, they yeah. They the man have got the lot. Don't forget their ever-changing um, modern art serrated edge glasses wiper. Yeah. They discourage yeah. friendships outside of the Cubits Outside group. of Cubits? Yeah. <laughs> they come to your door. We hear you've been talking badly about Cubits. <laughs> they don't do any of those they things. Anybody who do- criticises Cubits a suppressive person. No. They disappear. Yeah. Um, no. Again, I get no money from Cubits, but no. I, I just like to bring happiness into people's lives. I think they are the high priest of the opticians. Oh, what if they use that on their... They won't use that. that be Who's going to use that? I wouldn't say it's a snappy marketing line. Yeah, exactly. And also there'd be Anglicans thinking, well, I'm not going there. That's <laughs> how so they all talk. With a little bit incense of a... about Cubits. Bit of um, Anglican sat- satire on the remember, show for you this morning. Do you remember that? <laughs> joke. It's probably not a joke you've ever heard, but it used to be, yeah. Here we go. How do you know that E.T. is an Anglican because he looks like one? Whose joke is that? It's a Catholic joke, is what it is. Now I've said it. Is that in the, is that in the, the, the fun pages of the tablet? Exactly. Near all the cartoons. Who would... So, for example, if you tell that <clears> joke to... Would all your friends get that? I wouldn't tell like it the, to the A, B, C. Would the, no. What would the Archbishop of Canterbury say if you said that? I don't know if you'd like it. I think you'd say, no. in a way, we're all eating. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you would say that. <laughs> well, what would the Pope say? Home. Would he like that? No. He'd say, OK. Oh, yeah. would he? Would he Doesn't not understand it? Does he not? No. I'll no. make an effort. Yeah, come on, Pope. Sorry, well, you know. Um, the trouble is you get that old and you think, is it worth learning a new language? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's no, true. I mean. yeah. What age does it stop becoming worth it? 8, 12, well, 15. Well, honestly, I in, would in say... The U- <laughs> in the UK, 14. I remember about... Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. I remember about two years ago thinking... You know, I've probably got enough shoes now. Do you? To last me. <laughs> you think so? To last me all the way. <laughs> all the way home. I don't like all the way. <laughs> I don't like all the way, Frank. Oh, man. I know, it's, uh, it's a worry. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, We've... you had some correspondence, which I thought felt quite you. Yeah. It's, well uh... managed, Em. Um, mm. <laughs> he was just going to sit there, just you know, staring at the wall, but you came in 
That's my, I dashed in. That's my reliable left hand. I dashed in like the Salisbury rat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he did. Um, Come on. Tom Smith in Chester. Yeah. Says, Dear Friends. Which mm. I like. Yeah. Oh. Long time reader, first time listening. Which is an odd. I'm not sure what he means by that. No, I think uh, first time mm. listening. Mm. Maybe okay. he's maybe lying if he means. Oh, I see. Yeah, maybe. Um, whilst watching the Brad Pitt film World War Z. Oh yes, I believe. And now, I believe Peter Capaldi well, is in that, you're and up he on it. Oh, is from he's the World Health Organization, and so his credit includes oh. the word "who." Well, this is it. He says he notices <laughs> that Peter Capaldi is in there and is a World Health Organization or WHO employee, and it struck me that he was playing a WHO doctor. Ah, mm. uh, yes. Well, that is true, but I, I, I must say it has been. I like um, the fact that Big Mo is Gary Oldman's Is this sister. a Big Mo? <laughs> it is a Big Mo. It, certainly in well, Doctor, I didn't know this. In Doctor Who circles, it is mentioned a great uh, okay. deal. Can I just <laughs> oh, no. say... But no, no, but well yeah. spotted. If he spotted it himself, he still spotted it himself. Does a Doctor yeah. Who... Can, I mean, is it a Big Mo, though? It's like they... It's like... I, I think, but really? I think... It's, I think it's bait, as the young people say. Oh. Well, what does bait mean? Well, according to a list I saw, it means obvious or well known. Okay. Yes. Well, this is uh, we had Riz as the word of the year, which we discussed. Yes. Yeah. Are you confident in using it, Frank? Well, I was talking about. Um, do you remember Riz Putin? Riz Putin, yeah. Oh, because yeah. Rasputin attracted the ladies in uh, Russia. He did I it. thought that was Pierre's joke. I read it in the Times. Oh, <laughs> it's yes. the paper of record. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Times absolutely said that was Pierre Novelli's joke. I think. I mean, I'm all for helping the uh, <laughs> helping the, the young comics coming <laughs> up. <laughs> Can we talk about this survey, please? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, what survey? Oh, yes, the survey well, of new words. You just yes. mentioned bait, and I read something this week. There was a survey, it was a group of, used to be called TEFL in my day. Oh, what does that mean? English in a foreign language. Oh, this way. yes, TEFL mm. teachers. Yes, yes. TEFL teachers. Um, so it was a group of teachers who were teaching English as a foreign language to, overs- to international Oh, God, students. that was the job, wasn't it, yes. for people who couldn't think of what job to do? Yeah, what do they do now, those people? They're life coaches now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Frank, do you trust life coach? Um well I've never <laughs> I've never spoken to a life coach. I don't really need my life is uh, It's quite good. Yeah. You've what got enough you, shoes. What do you think they say to yeah. you, life coach? Do they just say Well they wouldn't you can say do it. that's probably enough shoes. They don't they're not <laughs> They don't have that not, kind of dominance. They're not brutally pragmatic like that. I think if I had a life coach I'd want to say could I come and see you? What sort of house you live in first? Do you know yes. what I mean? Because if it's got yeah, an life I don't coat, think they'd let you do that. I would <laughs> well, try, then that tells me everything. I would try and trick. Like there should be a test with a life coach where you deliberately suggest something mad. Where you think I'm thinking of quitting my job and <laughs> and leaving my family and becoming a dancer. And if they say you should do that, that's a great follow your heart. Then you go aha. Yeah, Especially but if I shouldn't listen it. to a thing you say. <laughs> but isn't it the whole thing with people in all forms of counselling and that don't say anything is the idea. So if, if I said I'm going to kill my next door neighbours with an axe, <laughs> they'd say, well, 
Why do you think you want to do that? <laughs> Not don't don't do, don't do that. What are you talking about? You're out of your mind. I'm going to get the police. If you, but they're saying, well, okay. I think they have an obligation to report oh, they say, crime. Half an hour down the line, you're saying, how? Hey, what kind of an act? <laughs> One of those from Lidl. One shaped like your father. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What about 944? I'm driving with Do Not Disturb turned on. I will see your message when I arrive at my destination. Yeah, lovely okay. message from a robot. <laughs> well, that's yeah. obviously an automated one, but I think people should check because they can sound a bit sinister, these automated ones. I don't think I've ever had one of those. Have you not? No. Daisy, who's in today, gives you them. You I'll often get that, Daisy has silence notifications. I I haven't heard of. Those people who were helping me with the um, road accident I'd been in, which I couldn't remember. Yes, He used yes. to text me often. I never hear from them anymore. Yes. Well, what do you want them to say? You want them to be like the Cubits fickle, What are the few people with fickle scammers? Fair-weather fair scammers. Any <laughs> <laughs> uh, road... Where were you at my imaginary car accident? We were... Um, when we were wandering around... Um, Salisbury. Yes, at, at the cathedral. We had a free tour... Oh, is that a motorbike? Yeah. yeah. One of those... Just outside the Ace Cafe today, <laughs> yeah, broadcasting. As we all know, the louder the motorbike, the cooler the rider. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so uh, we, we were in there and we had a free tour, which was nice. And we went to a, a tomb, the tomb of John Cheney. Oh, no, the only thing to do with Lon? Uh, no, it was spelt like Dick Cheney. Do you remember Dick oh, Cheney? Is he a, who is Don Cheney? Dick Cheney was a big friend of Prince Albert. Oh, fine. <laughs> uh, it's disgusting. Monica. It's absolutely disgusting. They probably did me. I bet they met and were, neither of them, oh, neither of them were sufficiently say. witty to uh, to say, "Hey, you're uh, I'm Prince Albert," but that never happened. Anyway, um, John Cheney was. Um, he fought at the Battle of Bosworth Field against Richard III, OK? <laughs> and he's, they, he's, the, the theory is he was six foot eight. Mm. Mm. And even in... I mean, everyone says, you know, everyone was smaller in those days. It's one of the few things people know about history, mm. that people were smaller. You just have to go to the old clothes shops. Mm. Si- well, yeah, you wouldn't get armour. <laughs> You know, Speak for yourself. You might get a more at my age. It'd be great to go into... There's some parts of London <laughs> posh enough where there's armour in the Oxfam. <laughs> yeah, the Oxfam <laughs> shop. You know Someone just came in with it. We've just okay. taken some old clothes down there. <laughs> yeah. Didn't yeah. fit us anymore. We'll have to go into Oxfam. So I'd like to have a look through the clothes of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... John Cheney. So he was telling the tour guide um, from the free tour was telling us about this, and he said that um, at one point um, Richard III knocked um, John Cheney off his horse, mm. and his helmet broke. You know when they crack, you're supposed to not use them again. <laughs> um, like nonstick pants. Yeah, so his helmet. <laughs> I, think, I think with crash with crash helmets, if I remember rightly, if you if you get a bang on your crash helmet, you're not supposed to use it. Yeah. What about Ninja Turtles? They're always getting up those ones. Off I know, the but they already have their own carapaces. Mm. <laughs> Let's not forget. Anyway, so according to the guide, um, he, there was a ball there on the battlefield. 
could happen. A dead bull. A dead bull, was mm. it? Who he scalped. He cut the top of the bull's head off and then he wore the top of the bull's head. Who did helmet. this? Sorry, John Cheney. John Cheney. Yeah. Well, did he? <laughs> I, was, I, I was thinking bull the whole time he was uh, yeah. telling us that. Did you? I was thinking you've mixed up conducting a minor tour with a minor tour. That's what I thought. Please tell me you didn't That's say what that. I was thinking. If you'd said that at the time, they would have interred you then and there. <laughs> I know that. In the I would certainly have been interred. I admit that. <laughs> I admit that. Uh, of the bull, I think. Yes. So I store. But that cut, could anyone? No. Did you heckle though? You didn't go, yeah, right, did you? Well, I had to make sure he wasn't in the Richard III Society who were uh, um, menacing online presence. You had to mm. be careful. But this is not anti Richard III, guys. If you're listening, I'm saying I don't believe that John Cheney put a bull's head, as, wore it as a hat. How did he get protection. everything out of the head? Well, exactly. Oh, yeah. The stuff in heads. <laughs> What people have seen too More many. More revelations to come. Yeah, people have <laughs> seen stuff uh, in heads. <laughs> yeah, there is stuff. But no, you learn at something but, but every I, week. People on have show. seen that. Those you two guys <laughs> that were on TFI Friday and thought, "Oh, heads must be hollow." <laughs> They're not. Not real heads, are. It's all sorts of stuff in them. My head's packed. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So, so uh, anyway, yes. So um, the Salisbury. The oh yeah, no. The thing in Salisbury Cathedral is the bumping stone. Yeah. And when you're a boy chorister, what there, yeah. you start on your first day. They bang your head against this stone as a sort of initiation. Yeah. Seven so, times. Yeah. Is it seven times? It's quite a few times. Yeah. Seven. Is it hot sharp, the stone? There's a big dent in the... A big indentation it's in the stone. A years of banging boys' heads onto it. Yeah, it's got a sort of a groove in it. It looks like a kind of stone version of a sort of air, airplane pillar. And the oh. tour... Uh, the tour guide, Ernie... Yeah. Uh, said uh, he... One of the, the guides there was a chorister there, and he said when they do it, they properly... He said he remembers it would really bang your head on the thing. Well, he said it was dependent on your um, people's social opinion of you as a as a colleague. Okay. And if you're a particularly irritating child, then the other children would take their chance to smack your head into a cathedral. I mean, you know, the old-fashioned bombs is all right without banging people's heads on it. Anyway, so we wandered around uh, Salisbury and Pierre absolutely got his shopping head on. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? He started buying things he from started, the shop. Yeah, he's, he's shopped until he dropped. I bought a rat. <laughs> I yeah, bought it Tell was very Viv. Uh, what's he called? Viv Nicholson. Yeah. I'm going to spend, spend, spend. He went a bit pools when it. Although I don't normally. I mean, Lotto Lout didn't. I don't know how much cash he spent at Salisbury Cathedral gift shop. No, but this was. We went into. Uh, um, I will, we wandered around. I will say, I had a, gi- a, a gift card from my family from Christmas. Yeah. Burning a hole in my jeans. What is jeans. it? A cathedral, yeah. cathedral yeah. gift card? Yeah, but it was a <laughs> no, gift. No, it was a Waterstone. A gift. <laughs> specific. No, you must only buy from Salisbury Cathedral. We bought you no, this but it was a gift 30 card for quid, It was a 30 quid gift card. Yeah. And oh. Pierre bought a 66 <gasps> quid Illustrated <gasps> Ulysses by James Joyce. That's why I love him. Relatable. Then we went next door and I bought a <laughs> bento him. box from Smiggle. <laughs> 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 
What I liked uh, when we were in Smiggle was <laughs> a the image of you and me surrounded by neon Hello Kitty backpacks. Oh yeah, as though we were just going, hmm, perhaps one of these. <laughs> and then I liked you and the shopkeeper. Uh, both stroking a particular bento box and commenting on it as if it was sort of fine fur. Okay, feel that. It was all. Oh, it had a lovely texture. They had like really? a slightly robbery. Um, uh, oh, you had one of those. Box. What is it? ASMR. It was a bit. Yeah. What is that? Will you tell him, Pierre? Um, it's when people like to listen to videos where, where people make small sounds. We told like you about that. Oh, yes. You know, when they go... That yeah. Yes, you did tell me that before. Yeah, yeah that's... Uh, I don't like that at all. OK, no. but we know where we stand. No, I don't. <laughs> you do, however, like the Ulysses book, £66. 60, mm. And it was massive. It was very heavy. Of course it was. Yeah, really. Would you have bought it? No, you no. wouldn't have gone over the gift card price, let's be honest. No, I like to get it tight. I'm, <laughs> I'm like that. Down to the you know, you know you see those men at um, petrol garage pops going, are, are you one of those? <laughs> and then trying to get it on zero, and then sometimes they go, oh! <laughs> <laughs> if you get to O2... £89 and a penny. Well, I was going to say, if you get to, let's say, O2, hmm. would you have to go up to the next digit? Well, no, you've got to be able to get it in the tank. Oh, I'm no, not going to start filling my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was there was a, a Colombian, I think he was, serial killer, mm. who killed... Absolute uh, radio. Yeah. Who killed 100 people. And I thought he was one of those blokes, wasn't he? He stood on the, <laughs> on the fork or getting it spot on. And that, that's the worst thing about it. Yeah. Oh, you just polish off the 100 and think, oh, I can relax now. I can retire. <laughs> exactly, get rid of me tools. Oh dear. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. My choice, Frank, has been endorsed by Claire, my book choice. Oh. She says, I have Joyce envy now. I saw the same Ulysses on counter two weeks ago and I almost spent my 11-year-old's book token on it. Oh, that would be wrong. I might still go back and do that, TBH. No, don't do that. And how's this for a, hum a bit of a humble brag? Hashtag long time listener, that's nice. Hashtag second time Ulysses reader. Oh, hi, oh, Ted. Someone likes incomprehensible books. Well, how um... many pages? I know. Because I had a copy at university from the library, and it said the previous student had written 799 pages in no punchline. Hmm. <laughs> Well, Terry Wogan told me that he'd read um, Finnegan's Wake. Is it Finnegan's Wake? Yes. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know until recently that that ends with the same sentence it begins with, so you're supposed to just read it in a circular fashion forever. Mm, big loop, like a leaflet in a dentist's waiting room. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, by the way, I did the... Uh, I looked up um, the um, that illustrated... Um, Ulysses. Yeah. And on Amazon it was £45.12p. No, support the high street. Sorry, no. No. Yes, and Sorry said, can I just say, you looked it up <laughs> afterwards. I know, but it said 28% off yeah. recommended oh. retail price £62.99. So you still oh, over Waterstones <laughs> went three quid after over the RRP. <laughs> Oh, That's scandalous, isn't it? We were laughing at the idea because afterwards we went to the works to look at their infinite notebooks. Uh, Hang yeah. on, we were I laughing at the idea of going to the works and the same book being on sale for sort of four quid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the works is crap. The works is a, is a shop that you can't quite 
embrace because it's always closing. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's oh. oh no, it's still closing. It's cl- oh, oh. <laughs> well, can oh, I just establish? Was it sixty-six pounds? In, is the Waterstones in the cathedral? No. no. Oh, okay, fine. Merely on the high street. Fine. Okay, I just needed to know. Oh, so anyway, um, Sarah Champion is up next. Um, listen to Sarah. I just say, Emil is on before us, has just bought me in three packets of tackies and a card. What a lovely guy. Oh. He is and handsome. Mm. Okay. Well, I didn't know I liked ice skating until about three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, episode four of extraordinary way to end the show. Episode four of Frank Skinner's poetry podcast is out on Wednesday. It's Jessica Trainer this week, who is um, a dazzling new poet. May I say I like. loved your proof, rock, dear? Oh, thank you. Um, anyway, download it wherever you get your podcasts, unless you get them from Waterstones. I'd go somewhere cheaper. <laughs> So it's my birthday tomorrow. I'm going to go for a bit of a birthday lunch with my radio family, including Auntie Daisy, who's coming especially. Um, There's been, I think, two happy birthday messages from our readers. (laughs) Thanks for that. You got custard donuts? I got custard donuts, that's what counts. So um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out.